Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Strength to Strength, and a special welcome to all of you who are joining us live here this uh, early morning. So the purpose of Strength to Strength is to advance Jesus' kingdom by tackling thought-provoking topics, by stimulating candid discussions, and by sharing faith-building testimonies. And today we're going to be hearing a faith-building testimony. This is uh, coming to us from Shiwa Chu. Shiwa lives in Malden, Massachusetts, and he will be sharing with us today. So looking forward to that. We're going to begin here with a word of prayer, and then we will give the time to him. He'll introduce himself and take it from there. So let us, uh, let us pray. Father, we thank you for this time together here. We thank you for the ability to come together in this way. We pray that you would bless each one of us as we um, hear this uh, testimony, and may it be not only a, a good story, but also uh, faith-building, and may it um, instruct us in our lives and help us as we um, are your disciples, help us to be, become better disciples and to follow you faithfully. May this be a time of blessing and uh, to, to us and all who hear this uh, testimony. Uh, pray that you bless our brother and his family uh, from this time and forward and be near to them. Keep them in your care. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, the, the time is yours. Go ahead. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, thank you for uh, Brother Brand and the clan to make it happen and for all of you for this morning. Yeah, I'm going to share my screen. Yeah, uh, first, yeah, I think a couple months ago, uh, Brian talked to me about sharing my testimony. I was a little bit <laughs> intimidating because what yeah, this is the first time I shared my testimony online and also public. Yeah. And uh, I prepared this uh PowerPoint to help uh, everyone can understand me more because yeah I, my I'm, my English is still uh, not well so I think I hope this will help you understand me and also yeah please correct me if I use uh, like a wrong word or describe something uh, improperly. Yeah, uh, first I'll get started with uh, uh, James 4, 14. It says, uh, we are asked you to know what will happen tomorrow for what is your life. It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. When I, pre I was preparing my testimony, especially this week, I was so touched by looking at the pictures I took almost uh, four years ago, when the time I landed at America and uh, I met people uh, at Malden, and also the time I, I knew God and uh, I got surrendered. Yeah, it, it was like yesterday, time is so fast. It's, it, it, yeah, it's unbelievable. And uh, yeah, I'll get started with uh, a self-introduction. My name is uh, Shi Hua. Zhu. Shi Hua is my first name, and Zhu is my family name. But like uh, since we came to America, I have an English name, Eric. Most people call me Eric. 
Yeah, I'm from China, south part of China, south southeast part of China. And uh, now I am uh, at Follows the Way Boston Church. And also last semester, I was a, a student at the Center College. And this is my family. Yeah, I have a son. He is one and a half year old. And my wife, uh, Yuan Su, her English name is Sunny. And uh, this is uh, agenda for today. I have three parts uh, before I knew God. And the second part is the journey of knowing God. The third part is experience the love of God and surrender to God. Let's get started with the first part. Before I knew God, uh, I want to talk um, a little bit about my, uh, my, my, my history before, I come to, before coming to America. Yeah, like I said, I was born in northeastern part of China in a village. My parents, they are uh, farmers. And uh, they have, uh, they are atheists. Yeah, I think when I grew up, no one around me are Christian or believing anything. But now, uh, thinking back, I have, I think some, some, mm, some of them are still believing something, but they don't know they believe in something. Like, uh, for example, in Chinese New Year, Lots of people will worship whatever the God in Kachin or, or you know, all kinds of God. Or when people died, they burn paper and uh, incense, want to worship something. Yeah, so I believe, yeah, some of them are still have a God in their, in their uh, mind, in their world, but they don't know. And I grew up with my parents and the grandparents they loved me so much and then uh when i was around uh 11 and 12 i left my parents i went to a boarding school maybe some of you know that chinese in chinese culture uh we value education a lot so they sent me away to to study and because they believe that like knowledge can change your life. And uh, it still happened, it's still happening for lots and lots of uh, uh, Chinese families. Lots of children left their parents when they are very young. So I went to boarding school. I start, I started, maybe, yeah, I started, uh, as far as I can think, a lot, yeah, lots, lots of scenes in my life, like uh, drinking and, uh, smoking, fighting, escape class, and uh, watch pornography, and also disobey my parents and disrespect my parents and grandparents. That is kind of my teenager. And then uh, I graduated from uh, college, and uh, I went to work in Beijing, which is a big city. Uh, the reason I want to, I, I wanted to go to Beijing to work because I want to 
make more money. I'm pers- I was pursuing my career at there. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It was a really, really big idol in my life at that time. And also, I want to, yeah, prove that I can be successful, and I want to do good performance in front of people. So uh, that time, a lot of fear in my heart, and also. I really want to control my life by working really, really hard. I think I can control my work, control my life. And uh, definitely there's a pride and uh, uh, inferiority in my heart. At the time, I didn't have a really good relationship with my parents, with my, at that time, my girlfriend and later my wife, because I focused too much on my, on my work. I didn't really have a like even small conversation with them, and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, especially with my girlfriend at that time, and now my wife. So my heart was so so hard, and I didn't have really compassionate heart to her. Sometimes. Because of some uh, some small things, we had a fight, and she was crying, and but I didn't understand why she was crying. Yeah, we can talk. We can, yeah, we can talk. You can talk. This is a right or wrong. I'm. I was always thinking about things must be right or wrong, but I didn't really care about her her feeling. So I hurt hurt her so much. At that time, and we didn't really good had a good uh, good conversation. I was always uh, wanting to prove that I, I'm right. I'm 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 right. You are wrong. And uh, also because I spent a lot of time on my work, and uh, uh, the relationship between us was terrible. And but I, I still cannot I still can't find an excuse to her because I thought oh if I because I work so hard I'm for and work uh, it's good for both of us because we can buy the house we can buy this buy that for the house I can still find a lot of excuses but I I was ignoring her like a spiritual life or her feeling yeah. And uh, during that time, a lot of uh, selfishness and uh, cold-hearted and uh, sometimes angry, resisting and impurity in my life. Uh, about a religion, at that time, my wife, my wife she believed in Buddhi- Buddhism, and I believed nothing. I think I believe I believed in myself. I want to make more money. I want to control my life, and. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, I, I, yeah, at that time, kind of anti any religions, whatever, Buddhism or Christianity, because I think, oh, you can believe whatever you believe, not me. Yeah, I have my own belief. At that time, also, I had kind of a bad um, impression on religion, including Christianity. I thought Christianity also is kind of superstitious 
and uh, self-comforting. Yeah, lots of people uh, said, yeah, well, because of believing signs. <clears throat> and uh, especially after working, because uh, when, when I was working, I spent a lot of time out of my work. Yeah, I think I felt, I think I felt good. But after work, especially on the weekend in the evening, I was so empty in my heart. I don't, I didn't know what's happening. Yeah. So I watched TV and, uh, yeah, maybe drinking and I don't know what to do. I wanted to change. I, I know it, it was healthy. It, it was unhealthy. I wanted to change, but I, I tried so many, many times. It, it didn't work. I think, oh, I cannot change myself. There is a saying in Chinese, you can easily move a mountain. You cannot change a man's heart. That is something I believed when I grew up, especially when I had a really bad relationship with uh, both uh, my parents and uh, my, my girlfriend at that time. So because uh, with all of this, I got married in 2017, in February. I thought after getting married, maybe I will become more mature and my life is getting, our life is getting better. But the fact is not, it's getting even worse because of, uh, I was born in a one child family. Also my wife, she was a one child, only child in the family. So we had a lot of uh, conflict. We have a lot of uh, tension and fighting because of the small things in our lives. And even yeah, a few few months later, we talk about divorce because of uh, yeah, there's some family issues getting involved into our relationships and also misunderstanding. Also, yeah, the fights. And then we started thinking about our uh, future, our next step. Are we getting divorced or are we getting? Or are we finding some? Where were we finding something? uh to to fix it and then we got a solution and to per, to per, the solution is that because we think oh maybe we don't we didn't have enough money we didn't have a a good career so we decided to uh come to america to pursue a degree actually it's my wife so she applied a university at uh, at Boston. Yeah, that is something we believe the knowledge or a degree can change people's life. So that is why we came to America in 2017, August 23rd. Like we came here to pursue the American dream. <clears throat> so this is the first picture I took the day we, we, yeah, we came to the U.S., yeah, where we were on the airplane. And uh, the second, that is the first part. Now I'm going to the second part, the journey of knowing God. Since we came to the U.S., 
uh, I think the first couple of weeks was good because everything for us was new and refreshing for us. But a couple of weeks later, I got into yeah the deepest of valleys in one of the deepest of valleys in my life. Uh, because at that time, my wife, uh, she was a student at a school. She was so busy and overwhelmed, like in the new English environment and uh, new culture. And uh, I stayed at home because the visa, uh, because I, because my visa, I cannot work like legally in the U.S. I have to stay at home. And I have no friend, I have no family members to talk. So even one day, I don't have people to talk. And when my, my wife got back from school, she was so tired. And I tried to talk to her. But most of the time, there, there, there were uh, conflicts or tension between us. And also, I got, lo- I got lost. When I was in China, I worked very hard. I want to prove myself. I can find my value from the work. But since I came here, I cannot work. I cannot find my value. All of a sudden, I can I lost. I don't know what's the purpose I'm staying here. What's the purpose purpose I coming here? And also because of financial burden, yeah, we have to pay insurance, tuition, rent, and life expenses, and, and also the pressure from the family. Yeah, I think what uh, another part of. Uh, the, the valley is language and the culture. At that time, we knew, we knew nothing about America, but we don't even know how to go to shopping, how to buy food, because we, do, we didn't know what's the name, what's that food, and how to buy food, and uh, yeah, and how to pay our, uh, like a phone or gas or everything. It was so, for for me, it was so dumb, so stupid, so foolish. I can, yeah, I, I, in China, I kind of, I can, I can talk to people, I can work, I can talk, almost do everything, I can control my life. Since I came here, all of a, all of a sudden, I lost all like ability to 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 leave. So at that time was the, I think one of the deepest valley in my life, and I'm trying to find a solution for that. So a couple of weeks later, I talked to my wife, I want to go back to China. I don't want to stay here. I don't like here. Yeah, it's so lonely. And, uh, but I don't want to leave her at here. Uh, at that moment, I, I decided to stay here for a few months till she was comfortable with like, with uh, like uh, everything around her. And I'll go back to China to work and send money to support her school. Yeah, so I really appreciate this uh, deepest uh, deep valley in my life. God gave it to me to make me humble, to meet me, to make me to, to seek his kingdom and to think about his kingdom. So one of the solution, I want to get started to learn English. I want to survive. I want to yeah, make friends. So I want to, oh, this is the first place we lived since we landed in the U.S. in more than one, yeah, we rent a room at there. And then I want to, uh, because my, my land, landlady 
was uh, she was a Chinese and uh, she knows some resources to learn English. So she recommended me to go to Modern Library to learn English. I went there to learn English once a week and one hour uh, a week, which is good. But still, no relationship. Just, just I came to school and learn English and come back to home, do the same thing every day. Yeah, no relationship and very lonely. And also, at that time in my mind, I heard when I was in China, people... Uh, I did some research, talk about how to build a relationship with Americans, with the people out there. But lots of people said it's really hard to make a relationship with the Americans because, yeah, it, it's easy to have a uh, like a small talk, social talk. But if you want to make a, like a, a deep relationship and friendship, it's really hard. So that is uh, something in my mind, even when I was learning English at Modern uh, Public Library. I thought, oh, it, this is the way. It's really hard to um, make friends or make uh, make a uh, relationship with people. And uh, then uh, I think one month later, I, yeah, for me, I think it's a divine appointment. I tried to find something to do to help with the library. There are some Chinese book there, there were Chinese, some Chinese book in the library. They didn't know what's that. So I volunteered to help them to organize the book. And one day I went there early and uh, I have nothing to do. I just uh, like walk around in the library. In the corner, I found the brochure about uh, the bridge, which is a English learning center. Now it's, uh, uh, it's a fishing pond for uh, follows the way. So I got brochure that day. I was so excited and to talk to my wife, oh, maybe I can try to give them a call to learn English, to learn, learn to find another uh, English opportunity uh, to learn at there. Uh, and uh, before that, I was so disappointed or desperate. I went to Immigration Learning Center twice, want to learn English at there because they have a systematical educate like English learning class, but I'm not immigrants, so I cannot take any classes out there. And uh, I was so uh, desperate and uh, I still remember that day my wife told me, even though she was not a believer at that time, she told me, if God closed a door for you, he will be opening another window for you. I didn't pay attention or agree with her. But later on, I think a few few weeks later, I found a brochure uh, for the bridge at the Modern Library. Uh, so I call it uh, like a divine appointment. And the next morning, I gave a call to uh, the bridge. So I successfully uh, learned English at the bridge. I think that is the start, the journey to encounter amazing witness of Jesus Christ at that time with the bridge. I met brother uh, Marlon Weaver at that time. He is the director and also he was teacher at there. And I met Finney Cruvilla. He also, yeah, get involved into the culture night and the Zach Johnson and also another brother, Aston uh, Greenbow.
Yeah. I think uh, uh, on, on, on this journey, I started, I gradually started uh, Jesus Christ, Christianity, because I heard a lot of people talking about him. When I was in China, I heard just Jesus Christ and uh, the cross. I knew nothing about Christianity because of these people. So I started it. I realized, I started uh, knowing Christianity. So this is the class. The classes I had when I was at the bridge. Yeah, I had uh, many like uh, uh, friends and classmates. Uh, there, they are from uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, Morocco, Thailand, Turkey, Russia. Yeah, and uh, we had a really, really good like a relationship with each other. Kind of, I found us and oh, this is the community I really enjoyed. And uh, yeah, and first I started knowing uh, Marlon Weaver, which in the middle. He he's in the middle in the picture, and he was my English teacher. I started knowing him. Yeah, he. When I, uh, when I took my class, I found this man is different with some other people. He's very lovely, caring, and humble, and also very compassionate. And uh, yeah. He wants to build a relationship with all with all of us. Even in the classes, we ask so many many questions, uh, yeah, simple questions, even a word. We will spend uh, ten minutes to explain what that English word is, and uh, all of the classmates uh, like like him. So at the beginning, I found this man different. Later on, I heard like uh, his uh, simple testimony after class. Yeah. I think, wow, this is amazing. So I started uh, have a question in my mind, who is God? And uh, why his God is so powerful to change his life? But I didn't think too much. That is the beginning, There's a there was a seed in my heart. And later on, I met more people, more people at the bridge. Uh, like uh, for example, there are some culture nights, Chinese culture night, and uh, some some other events like Brother Finney and uh, uh, Zach Johnson, and this is the culture night we had at that time. And the Brother Charlton, yeah, we did barbecue together. Yeah, so when I, when I uh, walked with them together, I found they are Christians. They said they are Christians. And uh, they are different. Like I said, they're humble, loving, caring, patient, compassionate, tolerant, hospitable, hospitable, hopeful, faithful. And make me wondering why they are so different. And then I started, uh, I started, uh, yeah. Then at that time, I think, oh, maybe because they are Christian. They won't behave well in the public setting. I, I know it is easy to, to do well in public setting. Yeah, but still I have a doubt in my heart. Is there, is, is true or was this true or was this real? 
Because I know lots of people in public setting, they do this, but in the private, private setting, they do another thing. You know, I started uh, witnessing more things about their family life. This is uh, uh, during the culture night. Yeah, Brother Marlon brought his whole family into the class. At that time, I was shocked. He has 10 children at that time. Now they have uh, 11. Because I grew up in one child family, one child or two, two children are very, very common. I never see more than two children around my, uh, yeah, like when I grew up. So when I got to know he has 10 children, I was so shocked. Yeah, I have so many questions popped up in my, in my mind. How, how can you support your family? How can you do parenting? And how can you love them? How can you give afford their education or your your life? I have so many many questions. But uh, whenever he introduced his family, his wife, his eyes is shining. So I found wow, this man is so interesting. Yeah, he he's so different. <laughs> yeah, this is another like a question in my mind at that time. Why? He's like that. And uh, uh, third witness is about ch uh, amazing church community. Later on, I think uh, in November, uh, 2017, November 12, because of a, during the class time, he mentioned about his church, his family. Yeah, so he invited me to go to the church. At that time, I think, oh, first, I want to learn English. Second, I think Christianity is American culture. I want to know more American culture. Yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, I would love to go to visit your church. So he sent me the message about the address of the church that came to the church. Yeah, all of a sudden, out there, I felt like a, the love, the relationship, with the brothers and sisters, with all the families. I was so touched. And uh, yeah, after leaving the church, I felt my, my heart was purified. And they're so caring, ask a lot of questions about us. So I, th I think at that moment, I think, oh, I want to be in this community. And then we build more close and intimate personal relationships. So I have some pictures. Yeah, uh, Marlon Weaver, they invited us to his family for many, many times. And we feel we are one of family members of his family. And this is picture one of his son, uh, Christopher's birthday party. So he invited us. So we got together and also we invited them to our room. Yeah, because our room is so tiny, they cannot fit, yeah, they, they, they didn't have a place to, to sit. So they stand and uh, laying down on the bed. And uh, this is the first time they went to uh, Chinatown grab a uh, hot pot with us. And also he invited us to go to his house to make American food. And we teach them how to make Chinese food dumpling. Yeah. And also, whenever his, um, his family members or his uh, friends come over, he will give me a call, send me a message, hey, Eric and Sunny, do you want to come over to meet my mom, uh, to meet my friend? They are really, really 
nice, good people. You want to meet them. Also, they want to meet you to hear your story. So at that time, my heart was so touched. There's no, there was no one like invited us. Also treat us so well, and also treat us like a family members. <clears throat> yeah. And also, he gave me a haircut. So we built a really, really uh, deep relationship with each other. And also, the, his family lear- started learning Chinese. And uh, with another Chinese, yeah, he invited us to join them. And uh, this is another family, Tilling has. We had them over. Yeah, all the church, all, all, the, all the brothers and sisters from our church, they are... They really, really want to build a relationship with us. They really want to carry us. So that is a very, very uh, touchful when we hung out with them. We thought, wow, from the, uh, the church community, from the personal relationship, I think that is something we really, really want. And uh, later on, I, I know some of Christianity and I met Brother Aston and his wife, Heon, at the bridge because of the culture night. And we got together and also we built a really, really good relationship. He invited us so many, many times. And we started doing Bible study with them for almost uh, more than half a year, half a year. Yeah, we went through uh, Gospels, four, four Gospels, and we also get started learning from Genesis. Yeah, this is kind of uh, uh, the relationship I built with uh, the brothers and sisters. And also, I guess, started to know uh, Christianity. And the, uh, uh, I'm going to move to the third part, experience the love of God and surrender to God. After building a relationship with them, I found, I said, I found these people are different. Yeah, I started a serious thing, thinking and seeking God, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. And uh, yeah, and uh, till I surrendered to the Lord. At that time, in my heart, I was wondering, who is God? Who is Jesus? And who is Holy Spirit? When we did Bible study, uh, they talk about the creation of the world. I think for me, it is very makes sense because when I look at the world, the perfect world, I can live and comparing to some other uh, planet, I think, yeah, the earth has to be created by a creator. So at that time, I didn't have any uh, doubts about God, but I still have doubts about Jesus. Is Jesus a real person? Is he a God or someone make it up? Yeah, so I started doing some research and reading some books and uh, watching some uh, documentary. I still remember the doc, uh, documentary we watched together with the brother Finney Kuruvilla and uh, he invited us to watch uh, the uh, documentary. The name is The Star of uh, Bethlehem. So, they talk about like uh, the the start of Bethlehem in Matthew. So th- there's a, a documentary from the uh, scientific scientific perspective to look at it. And another one is uh, uh, the case for Christ. 
yeah, I I read that book and also watched the movie. Yeah, how is a person from atheist to become a Christian? And uh, the third book I read is the Heavenly Man. Uh, talked about Brother Ying. He is a Chinese, and uh, yeah, his amazing amazing journey to see God and serve God. And also, I, I had some other resources. And then, after uh, doing some research, I had no doubt about Jesus if the real person, and the doubt he died and resurrected. And uh, till to the last uh, point, uh, Holy Spirit. At that time, we did a Bible study with uh, Brother uh, Grimbles, and uh, I believed I believed God exists and Jesus died and resurrected at that time. I think it's around May two thousand eighteen, and uh, we talk about the love and the sin in my life, which I don't, I didn't really understand. Uh, I cannot feel. I cannot feel love at that moment, and I didn't know the things in my life. Uh, talking about uh, in terms of love, I I still remember uh, one of a teaching from Brother Finney. He mentioned about he experienced the love from God when he was in high school, kind of like electricity going through his body. When I heard of that, I was so. Yeah, I was so. I, I want that, but I cannot feel love from God, and also talk about a sin. I if at that time, at that moment, when I think about my sin, I think, oh, I did this thing wrong. I did that thing wrong, like a lie or um, maybe disobey my parents. Yeah, but I didn't like idol. But I didn't think I. I'm so sinful. Like uh, I, I didn't kill a person. I didn't rob a, a a bank like that. I cannot feel my sin <clears throat> at that time, and also I didn't feel I have a really close personal relationship with God because I think I thought God is so big. We are so small. God don't even like to build a relationship with a small tiny creature. <clears throat> And we keep doing Bible study, and also we pray for the love and the sin in my life, and God can show me my sin in my life. And two weeks later, God amazingly answered my prayer about love and the sin in my life with a big fight between my wife and and and, and I. Yeah, I, 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 since I know Christianity, I imagine so many many times I think, oh. God will show me a sign or、uh, a magical thing to to tell me, yeah, I'm God. Like there's a song tell me I'm God. You should believe in me. But I never thought God will use a big fight in our life and make me turn to the point of confession and repentance. And、uh, I, I can get、uh, into. A little bit detail about the fight. I think that fight goes on, went on for a couple weeks, a couple days, and、uh, because of some small things added up. So on the Sunday, on that Sunday, I on that day I didn't, I ended not going to visiting the church. I left home, 
and I went to downtown Boston without uh, bringing my phone with me. When my wife came back and he was so worried and anxious, he thought I, I came back to China because, we, because of the fight. But I went to downtown and he was so, yeah, uh, he, she, yeah, sorry. She tries to find me anywhere around more than area. And he gave a call to Brother Marlon and uh, his wife Darla to look for me. But they cannot still find me from anywhere in Malden. And they, they said, maybe I went to the airport. So they want, they want to go to the airport to, to find me. Yeah, also it was a raining day. And uh, almost at 11 in the evening, so I, I came back. My wife talked to me about this thing and uh, they're trying to find me. And uh, at that time, my heart was still hard. I said, I don't care. Yeah, why are you looking for me? I don't care. I was still angry at that time. And my, my, my wife didn't talk too much and we, we went to bed. The next morning, Brother Marlin gave me a, a call, asked me, oh, do you want to grab a breakfast with me? Yeah, so I said, okay, we can grab uh, like a, a breakfast together. And uh, uh, his wife, Darla, gave my wife, Sunny, a call. Oh, do you want to come over to have a, like a coffee time? My wife went to her house. Yeah. And uh, we spent almost four or five hours to talk about uh, like uh, the studying at the, bri the, the bridge, the life in America. We didn't talk about anything about our fight. After four or five hours, and we went back to the bridge. And uh, at that time, my heart was soft. Yeah, if in the beginning, he asked me, yeah, what's, what's, what was happening with your relationship? Why did you have a fight? Yeah, I will say, it, I will say it's none of your business because my heart was still hard. But after four or five hours conversation, my heart was soft. And he started... Uh, asking about the question, why do you have a fight? What's happening in your relationship? Yeah, at that time, yeah, my heart was soft. I was crying and uh, he was crying too with me together because I thought, oh, this is something in, in our life. Yeah, I don't uh, satisfied and uh, I have a question about our relationship. And he prayed for me and uh, he asked me, do you want to reconciliate with each other. Yeah, I said, yes, I want. So, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> and later on, we went back to his house and uh, I had a really good conversation with my wife. And also four of us, we got together, we pray. And we share hearts with each other. We cry together again. And uh, yeah, my heart was so moved at the moment. And uh, that evening, so I started to have a conversation with my wife after we coming back from his house to our home, our room. Yeah, till midnight, two or three in the morning. Yeah, we talk about why this is, why was this happening? What was wrong? with our relationship. At that moment, I all of a sudden, I felt the love from God. And also I can feel 
my sins in my life. So at that moment, I seriously apologized to my life. And then my wife said to me, that is the, the most sincere apologize to her because I heard, so, heard her so much, yeah, verbally. And uh, yeah, and we prayed together that evening. And uh, so that is uh, this amazing journey, journey, God using a big fight to answer our, my prayer. What is love? What is my sins in my life? Yeah, so, so yeah. So the next morning, I cannot wait to, to share this good news. Oh, I, can, I feel love from God. I, I know my sins. Yeah, I can't wait to share like my, my journey, amazing journey with the brothers. And then that evening, we went to uh, Metaphor Church of Follows the Way. I shared kind of my journey. Uh, and uh, at that point, I wanted to give my life to Jesus and share, uh, um, give my life to Jesus, surrender to him. But I, I still had some struggles about myself at the, at, the, at the point, not about Christianity. Like, uh, for example, Uh, for example, I, at that time, I thought I have so many sins. I need to be good enough. I can become a Christian. Also, do I at least finish reading the whole Bible, understand it well before becoming a Christian? I think also there are some other questions. For the first questions, I talked to some brothers, and uh, they told me, you don't need to be good enough because you have sin. That is, because you have so many sins, you, you will be never perfect till you die. And uh, that is the, why the reason the blood of Jesus washed us and, uh, yeah, for us. I think that is really makes sense. Another question I always want to, even though at that time I started reading Bible, some of the books of the Bible, but I didn't finish all of them. So I think I, I will finish all of them. And uh, some other brothers told me, yeah, kind of like uh, uh, use a very good analogy, like a, a driver doesn't need to be uh, go to any places of the world and he can drive. He can drive and uh, he can use the map to go to any places he wants. He doesn't need to, to practice it with going any, uh, anywhere of the world. So I think at the moment, I think I didn't have this question, uh, these struggles. And later on, uh, in a few months, I still have some struggle at that time. Uh, some struggles about myself and uh, a brother Chuck Pike came to our church uh, gave a teaching after the teaching he asked me the question where were you where are you right now I shared my struggles with him he said yeah he asked me three questions the first question do you believe in God exist the second question do you believe in Jesus died and resurrecting three days and last question, do you want to follow him? After this, asking me this question at that evening, I cannot go to bed. I was walking around uh, like on the street with my wife till midnight. I asked myself about this question and the answer is always yes. So I, yeah, so I decided to, to give my life to, to Jesus. So the next day I talked to uh, the brothers in the church. So 
I got baptized in 2018, in August 30. Yeah, so this is the picture I got baptized in the evening, in Halloween day. Yeah. So I think this is my, my sharing a little bit over time. And uh, lastly, I really want to uh, sh share one of my uh, favorite like a song, Thank You for the Valley. Yeah, thank you for the valley I walked through today. The darker the valley, the more I learned to pray. For me, it's so true because I, I'm so thankful God gave me so many valleys in my life and to make me humble, to make me uh, trust on him and rely on him, not myself. Yeah, so I think that is my sharing. Thank you so much for yeah, your listening and uh, bear with me. Oh, thank you very much, Brother Shiwa. That was uh, very, very touching and um, yeah, very interesting to, to see how God can uh, take us where we are and uh, just keep drawing us in and drawing us in. Yeah, so uh, we'd like to open it up to some questions here from all of you. So uh, you're welcome to be thinking about questions and uh, just um, to get started here, um, you had mentioned about, you know, in your story, how you came from uh, from atheism to where you are today as a follower of Jesus. Uh, how, do you have any um, thoughts about, you know, how we can help people uh, in that journey to, to come to a place of relationship with Jesus? People who maybe are atheists or, or unbelievers or something? Uh. For me, I think uh, this is my personal experience. I cannot see for all of people. For me, building a relationship is a very important way to, yeah, to, uh, to share a gospel with them. Yeah, even though I was in China, I, I built a relationship with uh, friends, family member, but the relationship is very, very shallow. We never get into the deep conversation, talk about eternal life. No, never. Yeah, we just talk about like house, work, yeah, some superficial thing. Yeah, and after building a relationship with unbeliever atheists like me, I think my heart was soft, my heart was open. I would love to talk, uh, yeah. I think everyone, for me, I think everyone's heart, God gave a heart, a conscience in everyone's heart. They want to seek some deeper relationship with God, with the people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. So you'd also mentioned how you started by building relationship like with Brother Marlon as an individual, and then it expanded to family, and then it expanded to the church community. Yeah. Uh, do you see that as being like an important sequence in uh, coming to, to faith? As far as for me, it's important. At the beginning, I didn't uh, trust people because at the beginning, oh, maybe these people have some purpose. But in China, if you treat people so well, they will think, oh, what do you want, what do you want to get from me? Yeah. So first, I know him, know his family know his life, know his church. Oh, I kind of, I am a person want to find evidence from their life. Are they really doing what they believe? 
sometimes they said, "Oh, they are Christian. They are. I believe in this. I believe in that." But in in their real real life, they never do that. Or maybe they do something opposite. But up uh, uh um with observing their life, I was so convinced, and uh, this is a good witness in my life. Oh, these people are really serious about what they believe. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead, Patrick. So what you're saying is sometimes words. I'm trying to think how to say this real quick because it's one of my big things. We overwhelm people with words. If you shut up and just live your life, people get to know you as a Christian by your behaviors. Is that what you're saying? Yes. For me, seeing is believing. Thank you. You just shut up. Seventy-five percent of these people who want to overtalk everything. I'm sorry. I'm back. But but okay, add something. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I think a different people have different journey. For me, I think a relation, building a relationship, is really really working for me. Maybe for some people, they really want. No, to- no, no! Don't put the disclaimer in there. You said it. It's out. Accept it and re- and love it. Because uh, too often, I was just talking to a gentleman last night, and the, mm-hmm. the big thing was we can tell people. But if they not if they if they have a learning disability because they don't know who Christ is, they still watch you. Mm-hmm. And if you shut up and sometimes just live your life, you have a better witness by what you do than what you say. Amen. I and <laughs> thank you. Yeah, interesting uh, conversation. Uh, anybody else have some questions that you would like to share? Didn't think he knew he was stepping into that trap. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just uh, another thing here that I thought I'd bring up. Um, you talked about the the deep valleys of your life. That um, that it was at that deep time, that deep valley in your life, where where God was able to to reach you. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe two questions with that. First is, um, do you think that that is um, important for us to to come to a place of a deep valley in our life for God to touch us? And secondly, how can we reach people who are at those deep valleys in their life? Yeah, the first question, I'm not seeing everyone need a valley in their life to know God. As far as me, because I was so proud. I was so controlling of my life when I was in China because I can work. I can do kind of everything I want. Yeah, so I don't need a, I didn't need a God. I needed myself. I trust myself. But since I came to America, it's a big valley. All of a sudden, I come like a, like a stupid person. I cannot communicate. <laughs> I cannot work. I, lo- I lost my value. I think that is a big, va- big valley to make me humble. You are nothing. You are tiny. Yeah, so you need you you need seeking who is God. Yeah, I can, can cannot control my life. And for the second question, I think everyone has a need in their life to need Jesus. Yeah, but it need investment, your time to find that need. When I was a China, my job was kind of a sales. Yeah, we have to know. The, the people's need, and then we sell products to them. 
the same thing in Christianity. Everyone, everyone's heart, they have a need for love, for relationship with God, with the brother, sister, with their family members. Yeah, but lots of time, as far as I know, because people do not really spend that much of time to invest to people's life, they cannot find that need, so they gave up. Yeah. Yes, thank you for that. Yes. Go ahead. Hi, Eric. Good to see Hi. you again. I met you a little bit at the Church Planners Forum. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed hearing your story today. And I had a question for you about the, so you, you attended the Marlon Weavers, um, was, was te- doing the teaching there at the bridge. And, mm-hmm. and you called that the fishing pond for followers of the way. And, and you also talked about how, how you trusted, you learned to trust Marlon. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about that. I think that's neat how they, how they did or were doing that um, and using that as a fishing pond. <laughs> how, but so you didn't feel, I take it that you didn't feel like, like they were using that as a, as a, um, yeah, as a way to attract people and then mm-hmm. and then end up saying and then up trying to to convert you. So people can, you know, kind of feel like they're they're attracted by something mm-hmm. and then they get yeah. another story, they find out, oh, they're just trying to convert me. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 curious to hear your experience on that and how how they did it in a way that was didn't feel like they they um were 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 being mm-hmm. deceptive or something like that. Thank you for the question. It's a good question. Uh, I think in 2000, around 15, before knowing God, I went to Hong Kong. There are some people uh, giving out a brochure or flyer or CD about Christianity. At that time, no. I know people want want convert, convert me. So I, I didn't have any interest in to talk to these people. They gave me brochure or CD, I threw it in the trash bin. Yeah, I know they have their they, they have a purpose, but uh, the bridge thing is different. At the beginning, I want to bridge, I, I want to learn English, and also, yeah, he didn't talk anything about a Christianity at all at the beginning, in the class because in the class we have so many religions uh, of the student from all over the world. He never, yeah, he just like a like a my brother Patrick said. Just a witness. He's very patient, loving, caring, ask questions about us, caring about our life. And after, after class, I would love to talk to him. But he's a very interesting man. I want to know more about his life. I want to learn more. Gradually, we build a relationship with each other. I trusted them from little tiny bit. And it's growing more and more, more and more trust until the point that whenever, till the point that even though he brought up like Christianity, I think, oh, it's fine. Yeah, for me, I think uh, relationship, love is more than, yeah, something else. Yeah. So maybe, can I, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. So maybe you you were open to hearing about Christianity because they had invested time and relationship into you already. Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's good. So what he just said, in my language, since I'm different than most of you, we've already determined it, is they cared about him. They showed the love. 
He accepted the love. He opted into it, meaning he was engaged by an activity. He chose to get involved, and then it worked. You can't overthink love. You can't overthink relationships. Shut up and show love. Well, Patrick, we're we're glad to have you here, and uh, really like your perspective. Question I had, so where are you, um, are, are you simply here for the remainder of your wife's training? Are you, have you been able to get a visa? Are you able to work here now? Um, what are your future, um, what, what's your future look like? Yeah, thank you so much for this question. Like I said, I have many values since we came to America. Yeah, our visa issues, our uh, next step, honestly, we, we, we didn't know, we, yeah, and uh, right now my, my wife, she just graduated from school and uh, she has to find a volunteer work, or, or a job, at least uh, 20 hours work and she can maintain her visa. I'm still on her spouse visa, means I cannot work legally in America. Yeah, so I'm doing volunteer work at uh, like a local uh, nonprofit organization and also uh, I'm helping with uh, something at the bridge. That's something we're doing. But for the next step, we don't know. We we are learning. We're still learning and growing. Trusting God. Leave everything to God. Let Him make a decision and give us direction. Yeah. And in the long term, that that is our plan. But I I'm I'm still praying for this. This is the the. Uh, the will from God in the long term, maybe we're planning going back to China, uh, have a church out there and to preach gospel to Chinese. Yeah. That is why I went to church planter uh, a few weeks ago in Pennsylvania. Have you ever heard of ABT? No. All translation, all Bible translation. Oh, translation. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> um, they're looking for people like you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, it's a little bit after seven o'clock here. I think we'll be wrapping up here shortly. I think one of the uh, blessings of testimony like this, if you think about it, how, you know, sometimes we know of people, maybe uh, very popular Christian figures who uh, leave the faith or they're involved in some scandal and uh, the shadow casts on Christianity. I think that a, a testimony like this can do exactly the opposite. It can shine light on our path and be an encouragement to all of us. And this was certainly an encouragement to me. So thank you very much, uh, Shua, for joining us this morning. It's been, um, been a great blessing. So you. if you would, maybe you would want to um, lead us in a, a closing prayer yet. Uh, so, sorry, can I say it again? Uh, yeah, so uh, oh, I close maybe you could lead in prayer. Yeah, that's great. Our Father in heaven, thank you so much for giving us this amazing time to get together with other people and to talk about my journey and uh, about your kingdom, Father. You are so good. And uh, yeah, you love us. And uh, you love me. Thank you for bringing me to the U.S. and to know you. You have your own. You have your plan, Father. Yeah, please keep leading us. 
and uh, touch our heart. Let us know the love, the relationship that we we should have in each other's life, Father. And also, yeah, please give us the wisdom to know the truth of your kingdom as we are still seeking and knocking at the door, Father. And uh, yeah, please using my testimony or use everyone's testimony here and to reach out to people and uh, to know Jesus, to know your kingdom and to baptize them, Father. And uh, I'm really thankful for this opportunity. This is a huge blessing into my life and uh, to share this publicly, Father. I hope, yeah, uh, a testimony will uh, be listened. And uh, yeah, I would love to, yeah, to, yeah, I, I want to ask a blessing for other people here and bless them and give them the heart to serve for your kingdom and to, yeah, to love you, to love Jesus and Holy Spirit. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for sharing and may this be a, a seed in some people's lives as they might encounter this uh, testimony that it could, um, could grow into something fruitful. So uh, you're all welcome back uh, next week. In one week from today, we'll be hearing from Ken Miller about the King inaugurated. So looking forward to that. And um, until then, God bless your week. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Have a good day. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend.